It's a lifetime of work, I think, learning how to connect at a deeper level. But the deeper you go with yourself, the better you'll do with others. If you're hiding mm. stuff, if you're lying to yourself, if you're not telling yourself the truth, which is the majority of the human population, it's really hard to connect with others, right? Because lies create breaks, right? They create yeah. disconnects. So I always tell people, I'm like, listen, in the beginning, you're going to have a hard time teaching yourself. You're going to have a hard time trusting yourself because you told yourself you were going to do things over and over and you didn't. So trying to sell that is like a double liar, right? So here's what you got to do. You got to find the one problem that you can solve. You got to find how can I help them the most and help them the fastest? What am I looking to solve, right? Who can I serve? And once you find that out, it's usually a specific thing, mm -hmm. right? I got to find that one niche of humans that I can help. And when you mm. go take a small group of humans and you help them have that result, you can create branding around results, right? You can create messaging and a mission around results. Life is going to give you challenges, struggles. It's going to force you to face your fears. Even though these may feel like your worst enemy, in truth, these are actually your greatest allies. My name is Lance Isios. Welcome to the University of Adversity. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Welcome to University of Adversity. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome to the family. You're in great hands. All you regular listeners, welcome back. Again, I wanted to say thank you to everybody who came out to the University of Adversity Summit, our first one. We crushed it. It was so awesome. It's going to be available on sale uh, pretty soon. Stay tuned for that. Our guest today was a speaker on there, so I'm really excited to dive deeper into her story. Her name is Danelle Delgado. She went from working three jobs at 80, hour, 80 to 90 hours a week, struggling to survive, to becoming an award-winning success in business by persisting her way to align with some of the world's most renowned business owners, experts, and has gained them as personal mentors. She is known as the Millionaire Mentor. She's got a best-selling book called I Choose Joy, and her system is win and repeat. She's awesome. Highly recommend you going. And if you want to go follow her right now on social media, do it. Or you want to do it at the end, whatever's better for you. But you guys, she is awesome. And she is she's inspiring so many people. Her story, her attitude, her relatability. And it's I can see why she's successful. She really um, really let me I felt really alive and energize after this conversation and i mean that's kind of like the secret hack to podcasting you get to connect with these amazing people and you get to have this synergy in this conversation that you know it's really powerful so i feel like you know it was just a, a great conversation you guys will get a lot out of it she dives into her story and we really talk about adversity and you guys have a choice this is the main point of this conversation was you have a choice. It's all perspective. We get into all of this. So make sure you listen to this right till the end. This is powerful. And if you find, if you feel somebody that you know needs this, share it with them. And we want to see you tag this on social media. Tag us on social media. Tag us on Instagram. If you guys get value from this. It's really important. It helps grow the show. It helps helps people find out about, you know, different people. It's, it's a lot of good things. And you've also, if you do feel called to do so, go leave us a review on Apple. Talk about how awesome Danelle was or whatever, you know, like it's, it's really, really important, helps the show grow and it just builds awareness, right? 
the show, you know, it's we, we don't charge for it. I don't have a bunch of ads. All I ask for you guys is to just share this thing, just share it or, you know, leave reviews, do something because that is, that's enough in my opinion. And I really just appreciate you being here. Also, you guys subscribe to the show, wherever you're listening to this, we're also available on YouTube. If you want to watch me make all the funny faces that I do when I interview. So without further ado, get your cup of coffee, get on the treadmill, sit down, relax, get a wine, whatever you do for podcasting. Danelle Delgado coming right up. Here we go. Welcome to University of Adversity, Danelle. Thanks so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I've been so excited to talk to you. Even just watching, I have to get all your details about Costa Rica one day here soon. Yeah, absolutely. I've loved learning about your story as well and watching you and you just such such a authentic, relatable energy that I can see why you're so successful. And uh, I really, I'm really excited to dive into your story because I know there's different layers. So, um, yeah. I was thinking about where to kick this off, and I think there's there's a quote that you that you put in that I like, okay. and I think it would be a good place to start. Some people are lost in the fire, and some people are built in it. What does that mean, and how does that pertain to your story? Yeah, you know, I think. The biggest lesson I've learned my whole life is that all life is perspective, right? Um, you can have a string of bad things happen and someone will rise to the top of adversity and become this human that is stronger than anything because of what happened to them. Or you can have a string of events and somebody decides to make that their downfall and their reason that they didn't do anything. And so. You know, I always say adversity, it will visit the strong, but it stays with the weak, right? Mm -hmm. um, and I think adversity is our opportunity to build muscles that help us change the world. And so that's where it happened for me, right? My, my story happened when I thought I had everything together and I ticked all the boxes and I did everything everyone told me to. I went to school, got a job, I got married, I had a dog, a house, three kids. You know, you think everything's going right until one day everything shatters. And when that happens, people have a choice, right? And choice is the greatest thing we could ever have. And rather than choose to sit in my pit, I decided to build a mountain and learn how to climb it. <laughs> It's so beautiful and so true because choice is really all we have. And it's the perspective on the situation. Like, you know, am I going to sit in this for too long? I mean, it's good to process things. It's good to feel it. And it's like, all right, it's time to move on. But I think a lot of people get stuck in the pity party, you know, right. and they don't see that on the other side, there is going to be something. There's going to be whether you're up leveling in your life, there's going to be some level of reward. There always is. And if yeah. you can see that in the moment and you can train yourself to know that that's when things get so powerful. And, you know, what I always like to find out is it's, it's interesting because some people will never get out of that funk. Right. And some people will, what was it for you? Like when you were in your darkest moment, when shit hit the fan where you're like, wow, okay, like yeah. this, I thought I had my, my life together. What were you feeling and how, what were some of the things 
that you went through, but then what was the moment where you're like, okay, like things have to change. What was that? What did that look like for you? Yeah. You know, I think I was given one of the best gifts ever when my life all went to hell. (laughs) Like when it all went to hell, everybody who was normally around me and had been around me for the decade prior left. They were gone. They disapproved. They were disappointed. They -hmm. knew that I couldn't serve them at the capacity that I had been anymore. So they were like, we're out. Peace. And I think that's why people stay in the pit is they're surrounded by people who would fuel their foundational hard time, right? Let's talk about it, pour out, get it out. You got to get it out there, go to counseling, do all these things. And most people are trained to hang out in the pit, right? Mm. And for me, when everybody was gone, well, I had no one to complain to and you don't complain to yourself. So I had nothing to do but grow. And so it was a huge gift for me to be able to do that and go, well, I have nothing, I have no home, I have no thing, but the real big turnarounds, what happened, right? I I lost everything and I left. So I had three little kids, Um, I had no money. Um, I was a teacher before and when I had kids, I stayed home and I was working from home a little bit and I had nothing. And so um, I had like $56 in my account. I went and got a tent from Walmart put it up in our little apartment that friends rented me for 30 days that I was going to have to figure out how to pay for. And I thought if they could play, they wouldn't notice we had nothing. Um, And so that's kind of where my pit started. And, and as I worked my way out of that and I, I earned, I had to learn sales. These were all things that I had no skills for, by the way. Um, And people thought it was ridiculous. Everyone I knew was like, um, you're going to do what? (laughs) Right. So, so everyone had kind of scattered. I was like, I just have to learn this. I have to study. I spent no time complaining, no time crying. I just went to the books and studying and learning. And I went and got everything for free at the library. And I watched every YouTube video I could. And I did this and, and I started to get out. And then I found out I had cancer. So this was my turning point where I was like laying on the floor in the hospital room, like it was cold and I was super hot after radiation and treatment. And, and I was like, felt like I was breathing fire. And I got up, I remember putting my hands on the counter and looking in the mirror. And I was, I just remember saying, you're in danger of never recovering this, all of this loss, all of this pain, like, it's not about fighting to prove yourself, which I think the first part of my journey was all built on anger and proof, right? Like, I'm going to go prove I'm amazing. All those people mm. left me and hated me. And it was, it was, I was adding more pain to my life, right? By fighting that way. And so when I looked in the mirror, I just was like, where did I go? I went, uh, that's not me. And I said, it's time to recover. And it's time to recover who you are what you stand for, um, and, and be you. And I said, it's not about mattering. It's not about, um, significance. It's not about achievement. It's not about awards. It's about all the people who need you to help. And so this is where that quote comes from. They say all over is I just looked at me. I was like, who loses if I don't win? 
Who is not going to know how to get out if I don't get out? What moms are going to think that they can't afford it and figure it out? What, you know, and I just had all these people who I knew I could help in my realms in the sales field and the marketing, what this has all grown into all came from me looking in the mirror, feeling like I was dying, afraid I was going to die and leave my kids with nothing going, I got to show them how to make their dreams come true. I got to go help all these moms. I got to go. I, it's it's about who I could help. And so when it turned from not serving me, but serving others, there was never again a brake pedal in my life ever. Wow. Yeah. It's, uh, there's, it's just such a challenging moment to really decide that you're going to do that. And, you know, how many people, you know, in the beginning doubted you, like how many people were like, what are you doing? Like, oh, like, all of them. They, they told me dumb things like just go marry up, right. You're oh, never yeah. going to get out of this pit. And I was like, who says that? Wow. What friend tells me to just sacrifice all that I am and just go fix your situation. Like, mm. I'm so grateful that I'm really stubborn and I kind of do what I want and I'm super independent because awesome. I can imagine not becoming who I am becoming right now. Mm. You know what I would have missed the whole point of life is right. I, I always think people always think they want to be successful so that they can have freedom, right? Freedom yeah. of choice, travel, fun, all those things. But when you build that, you actually see that that's not freedom. Like our freedom comes from winning so big we can give. And I always laugh because people are like, yeah, but it just must be nice to know you travel all over the world. You do all this stuff. You just make a difference. And I go, listen, nobody remembers the easy. Mm. I only remember the hard. And the heart is what made me great. The heart is what gave me gifts that freedom became like, the greatest gift in the world I could give. It has nothing to do with what I created. Yes, I created a lot for me and my kids and it's a blessed life. But I only remember like the faces of the people I helped and watching them save their families where I broke mine and watch them make their money and give it back to charity. And you know, all these things that I never would have discovered if I wouldn't have been poor, if I wouldn't have been broken, if I wouldn't have wondered what I could do. Um, I remember the difficult and the difficult is where freedom is. You have similarity in your story, kind of where I, I was as well, like in the beginning doing network marketing and learning like the personal development. I know for me, that was such a big thing was like learning to serve instead of like, I need to make money for me, make me money. It's like, it's a different perspective when you're, when it's, you're serving and, you know, starting to read some of these books, something starting to learn like, oh, I get it. It's different. It's not about me. It's about who I'm serving and things change. Right. 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 And learning right. to sell a product and then learning to sell yourself two totally different things. Yeah. Right. Thank goodness for network marketing that I learned. I really dove into like people and what made people mm. tick and the psychology of humans and interaction and communication and <laughs> like it was always easier for me to sell other people and other stuff. Like I sold meal replacement shakes that I never drank. Like it like, like I learned sales language and I felt like such a hustler. Like I'm like, this is so weird. 
And they're like, do you want some? I'm like, no, I'd rather chew my vegetables. Like, do your thing, <laughs> right? And That's I, awesome. I, you know, and it was so weird, but it made me have this, it felt like I was breaking my character, right? But mm-hmm. I had to read all these books and learn. And I'm like, man, I was never selling a product. I was selling opportunity. I was selling sales. I was selling building a life outside of what the norm is. I was almost like building a rebellion of people who are interested in finding out what they could really do in life. And so, um, you know, it's, it's like the uprising, but rebellion became a good word instead of a bad one. Like, like in sales, the right thing to do is like hustle, swindle, script, read, you know, do all these things. And I hated it. And I was like, I got to build a company. That's the rebellion of good people doing good in the world. And that happened when I had to learn to sell myself because there's there's a, a line you cross where you're like, well, I can't fake it on this one. Like there's no faking it when you sell yourself, right? Because everybody would know, you know, I can't say one thing and do another anymore. Like you can in sales if you're selling a product. I can't do all these kinds of things. And for me, that's, that's when the real transition happened is I was like, uh, these people are counting on me. There is no backup. It's me. Right you better learn to deliver. Right. And it, it's almost like I was forced to achieve, like, mm. <laughs> you know, I was more afraid of not doing it than death. Mm. Yeah. It's so important to be authentic too in your message. Like it's cause people can people, there's a, there's a lot of fake people out there. Yeah. And I feel like nowadays it's easier to like snuff those people out. People oh, are full of sure. shit. You yeah, know, like for sure. Met a lot of my heroes that are not my heroes anymore. Yeah, it's <laughs> but it's good. It made I was like, oh my gosh, there's room. Yeah, there's you put people on pedestals, people. and you're like, wait a minute, you're not, you're, you're, you're there, but it's like I'm, I can get there too. <laughs> right, right. And once you win a little bit, you see that what seemed like it was millions of light years away yeah. is actually available to everybody. Like it's yeah. not. It's not that difficult. I think people just um, have a hard time eliminating, mm. you know, what makes the majority of the world fail. They have a hard time yeah. eliminating distractions and voices in their head. And I'm like, it's all training. If you mm. just train your brain, man, every single day, like our patterns are what we make permanent. Right. Fix your patterns, you fix your life. If yeah. Okay, so let's say there's some women entrepreneurs or even men, and there's a lot of coaches out there that really, they need to connect with their people. They need to connect with their audience, you know, and I see you as being very relatable because you're authentic. You have a great message. You have a great story, but for any tips to people that really are like, how do I connect? How do I, like, how does somebody do that? And how do they even figure out how to even do that properly? Right. Well, it's a lifetime of work, I think, learning how to connect at a deeper level. But the deeper you go with yourself, the better you'll do with others. If you're hiding mm. stuff, if you're lying to yourself, if you're not telling yourself the truth, which is the majority of the human population, it's really hard to connect with others, right? Because lies create breaks, right? They create yeah. disconnects. So I always tell people, I'm like, listen, in the beginning, you're going to have a hard time teaching yourself. You're going to have a hard time trusting yourself because you told yourself you were going to do things over and over and you didn't. So trying to sell that, it's like a double liar, right? So here's what you got to do. You got to find the one problem that you can solve. 
You got to find how can I help them the most and help them the fastest? What am I looking to solve, right? Who can I serve? And once you find that out, it's usually a specific thing, mm-hmm. right? I got to find that one niche of humans that I can help. And when you mm-hmm. go take a small group of humans and you help them have that result, you can create branding around results, right? You can create messaging and a mission around results. And it will, you know, it will evolve every single day, right? Mm-hmm. It will evolve. Your message will evolve. My brand has evolved a hundred times. But if you stay on the result you can create and you give people simple steps of how to do it that become your patterns, your trademarks, your personal work, it's usually what you did to get there. And then you have to do the deep work to describe it. Here's the result. Here's how I got there. I'm going to teach it to you. Well, then they're going to remember it, right? It's people didn't know how I could look at challenges and have such a positive outlook on life and see everything as opportunity. And I go, well, let me show you before you work with me, you have to do my journal. I choose joy and you're going to have to learn how to write gratitude, growth and goals every single day for 90 days, or you won't even be open to abundance. So I can't help you until you fix that pattern because right now your pattern is complaining. I don't like it. Right? So I started taking my systems. How did I get through cancer? Well, I started writing down gratitude every single day. I started Mm. focusing on my goals. Here's how I was going to do it. And I built a strategy of how I was going to do it, which became my next level of training. Listen, I went on repeat. This is where my membership group came from. I go, listen, I have a formula. You plug your goal into the formula. We build my 15 grid. Ta-da! It doesn't lose. You win repeatedly. Mm. Most people are out there just trying and they're like, oh my gosh, I won. And I'm like, how'd you win? And they have no idea. Well, that's dangerous. Mm. If you don't have a system, all you're going to do your whole life is outwork yourself. Like you're going to be exhausted. I don't, Mm. I don't like, I like to be well rested. Makes me prettier. Yeah. (laughs) Doesn't it make us all. (laughs) Right. You got to be rested. You got to have systems. You know, you got to write things down. And I think that self-discovery that happens with people Um, Mm. Most people avoid because they don't like what they see. I loved seeing my weaknesses and fixing them and strategizing how to become better and then just showing other people what I did. I wasn't afraid of my weaknesses. They're all over the internet. Yeah, I hear you. I mean, I've talked about everything. People are like, I can't believe you share that. I'm like, I don't give a shit. Like, (laughs) Either I do or somebody else does. Right? It's funny because, yeah, in entrepreneurship, it's literally shining a light on all your weaknesses. You're like, oh man, I really suck in that area. But you know, what can you do? I mean, right? it's the only way you're going to learn. Right. But imagine way. most people discipline themselves in that, right? Yeah. Oh, I messed up. I'm this horrible human. But I'm like, who is that helping? Would yeah. you talk to your child that way? Mm. You suck. You messed up. You're never going to yeah. get it back. No. So if you start doing gratitude for the things you're good at, gratitude for the opportunity, gratitude for the experience, the lesson you can teach, you know, I mean, mm. I always try to to teach from that nasty, horrible stuff. You'll save a life, man. Mm. Yeah. Gratitude is the most powerful thing that I, I've done in my life. And I'm so okay. glad because this comes up from all the people that are doing well. So all you guys listening out there, like, I know you've heard it a million times, but like, this is, this works. No this joke. stuff is so important. It's your awareness. It's your connection to yourself. It's like focus on what you have, not what you don't have. And you'll bring more of what you actually want. That's what people don't yeah. admit. They don't get. Yes, 100%. Like you can go into the scientific knowledge. So I used to be a science teacher. So mm, I'm super dork. 
super dork nerd at heart. Um, but if you study the science of what gratitude does, even in your synapses and everything that's happening, mm. it working for you while you can't. So let's just say like your subconscious mind. Okay. I'm not going to get all crazy, but I love it. When you go to sleep on a normal day in a normal life in the world right now, what is going on in the world? Well, you can't avoid fear of what's going on with health. You can't avoid people in shutdown and can't travel places. You can't ignore COVID. You can't, you can't ignore all these things. So you go to bed with fear and wonder and unknown and lies and all these things in your head. That's happening all night. Well, what if your brain was working on gratitude every single night? It's like, I'm grateful for this opportunity. I'm grateful I get to live during this time and be healthy. It's just a small perspective, mm -hmm. like how we started this conversation. Yeah. One small perspective change and your subconscious all night will be being trained to work for you as opposed to against you. So do you want to wake up in fear or wake up in abundance? Depends how you go to bed, you know? Yeah. 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 It's literally a choice. It's a choice to to choose which one do you want, you know, which door do you want? <laughs> like right. it's and and it's right. yeah, it can be it can be easier to choose the self-pity door because that's all we see around us, all the mainstream media. Everybody's oh, I'm so scared of everything. It's like you got to take it into your own hands. Right? Right? Yeah. And what feels right to you? Like do you want to be a victim or do you want to be empowered? It's like what right. feels better? Right. I'm so grateful. Like cancer's visited me a couple times. Mm. I'm so grateful because one, I beat it once. I know how many times I can beat it. I'll beat it every mm. single day. Right. Number two, um, I wake up different than mm. people every single day because they don't value their life like I do. Like I'm not going to waste my my breath on a negative conversation or someone who hates me or a feeling or emotion. I'm going to be like, listen, good to know. I'll try to adjust. Who can I help today? What good can I do today? Like, listen, when it, when it goes down, whenever it happens for me it, in my head, I'm like, I won't forget the lessons. I, and most people do, right? Most people forget their lessons. That's the problem. They just repeat them. And I tell people our goal in life is to never be in the same pain twice. Never, never be it. Xander Grashow, one of the greatest leaders in the world who works with the presidents and all the people in the world. He told me that he's like, you know, the goal is like never be in the same pain twice. And I was like, uh-huh. Right. Yes. Like see it, correct it, see it, correct it, see it, correct mm. it. And I knew that my best ideas came out to play, not to work. So I had to live a fun life. My life is like the fun zone, right? It is energy and excitement. Companies call me in to, to their biggest problems, right? So I'm walking in, they're not happy to see me. They're like, how old are you? Oh my gosh, it's a girl, right? Like all these things and you walk in and you get all these things and I'm like, listen, you called me. You ready to solve it or not? Well, let's have a good time while we're doing it, right? Yes. Rather it's, hey, get some vodka. Hey, get some coffee, like whatever I got to do to create an environment that's going to help them progress. We got to do it, mm. but you can't live your life in problems and negatives. And you know, who wants to live like that? All it does is deplete your system, your immune system. You'll get sicker faster. It's, you know, just negativity's out for me. No, thank you. So when, when you get a moment where you doubt yourself, you know, because we all get them. You know, it's like, oh shit, I'm comparing myself to this person. Why am I not there? You know, when you get that, and this is for people that are on the come up that haven't, you know, maybe got what they want yet. And they have that lack of belief, like, will this actually happen? 
how do you, how do you fix, how do you like rock through that with the, like the lack of belief, you know, is there something that you do to switch out of that? Yeah. Yeah. So two things. Okay. One, I can give you the basic answer Two, I can give you the, the thing. Okay. Two things actually create change ever. And this is it. One is trauma. Trauma forces change to happen, mm-hmm. right? Massive emotional trauma will force someone to grow. I lost everything. I was forced to change. The only other thing that creates change in your life is habit pattern over time. So you choose to do something daily until it changes. So if you're having trouble with belief or doubt, listen, you're either going to get smacked in the face where you have to believe in yourself and that's your only choice like me. You can wait for that. Or you can do the habits and patterns now that build belief. Number one, when I have a hard time, it's because I'm not doing my gratitude, my growth, my goals, and my grace. This is a four-step process that's in my deal, Mm -hmm. right? If I'm being grateful, I'm not being hateful. They can't exist the same place. I'm not worried about comparison. I'm not worried about, I'm not worried about people stealing my messages and posting them as their own. People like stealing my content. I'm like, we all do that. We all read the same books, dude. Like just keep growing, great, make a difference in the world. They just complain or they find little things. Um, but it's the patterns you do every single day. I believe in myself and and I believe I'm gonna win because all I do is I plug it into the strategies that I know that work and I do progress every day. Here's my patterns, this is when I wake up, this is what I'm grateful for, these are the goals I have, this is how I'm working for it, this is my 30 minutes of growth and development every single day that I'm learning or ris- listening or reading, right? Um, those things that I do every single day are what save me from ever going back. I don't, I don't battle with that anymore because I've also learned win or learn it's progress, right? I'm not right. afraid of failing. I don't look at it poorly. I, mm. I just like everything's on purpose. Everything always works out. Yeah, if I was here, it was just redirecting me here and I wouldn't have seen it. Everything's on purpose. So people just have such random expectations for themselves and random yeah. thoughts. If you have disbelief, you either have people around you who are pouring it into you or you're doing it yourself. You haven't fixed a pattern. So fix what's going on. Lead your brain. Tell it what to do. Read books. Fill it with the good stuff. I always tell people your brain's like a champagne tower. I love bubbles. I love champagne. So you have a champagne tower, right? Your brain's the top one. If I've got goodness that I'm pouring into the top of it, amazing. That's pouring into everyone. Okay. One lie, one doubt, one hateful comment, one mistake. Like it's like a red drop die, right? Just one drop in the brain okay so even if i keep pouring good champagne in there red and pinks flowing into everybody else's minds if people knew how dangerous hate doubt fear all those things that can be dismissed if you just keep pouring good in right life would get so much easier i'm like listen i got 17 books sitting right here when i gift my mastermind clients or my course client i'm gifting them books and learning and reading and my greatest big friends coming in to train for them, right? My heroes, like if you can fill your brain with good, there is no room for the other stuff, right? Most mm. people just feed, feed their fears and their doubt with time. That's all. I don't give it time. That's gold. Yeah. I mean, because yeah, if you just, it's always the days and I can speak for this personally because, you know, I'm going, I'm going through a lot of these ups and downs on days. Some days I'm like on fire and then I'm like, so I start to doubt and I'm like, okay, what are the days where I doubt? I didn't do the things, the gratitude, 
the exercise, the meditation, the stuff I know I win from. And then I'm like, well, why am I feeling like this? And I I really love that answer because it's so true. And all of, I, I would have to, I would probably guess most of you guys listening, you already know the answer as well within you when you're not having, when you're having a shit day, it's usually self-inflicted. It's usually yeah. because you didn't do something. Maybe, you know, you're not, you're, you're not doing the things that you know work. So like it, it creates this, this message inside of you, like you could do better than that. You, you know, yeah. better. Yep. My grandpa always used to tell me he was the wisest man I ever met. And he was probably the one person I spent the most time with my whole life. The only one who really was like, to now you're something else, right? Mm. Um, and he would always tell me when I would start complaining, he'd always go, well, if the world knocks you around a little bit, you had something to do with it. And I was like, "Amazing!" no, it didn't. <laughs> I didn't. And he was like, and I'd start talking it out with him. And he was like, ah, oh, so you did have something to do with it. And I was mm. like, mm, fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's true though. So we, true. Everything's a choice. We create mm. it, right? So yeah, no, I completely agree. There's there's another. So I want to kind of take it this and talk about sort of like the last year and sort of you know because a lot of a lot of people that I've had on the show, you know, there was the before this craziness in the world, there was during, and now there's kind of this time. And yeah. a lot of people have experienced different things. Whether they're living their life in fear, whether they're not, you know, they're they're spending more time at home. They're not whatever it is, but everybody's had to learn a different lesson and it's impacted people differently, some more than others. So my question for you is how, how has the whole thing as a whole been for you personally is like, is there anything where specifically you were like, Oh man, I gotta, like, I gotta figure this out. I need to pivot. Or has it been something that, you know, cause it's benefited some people and some people, you know, that's the truth. It has. And some people it's forced them to think differently. How has the whole thing been for you as a whole? Yeah. So it's funny because I actually started business, got divorced, walked away from everything in 2009 when oh, wow. I lost my job and everything happened. I I was a part of the crash, but I was so broke. I didn't even know there was a crash. Like we didn't mm. know what that was, right? So I actually started building business in the first crisis, you know, whatever many years ago, 11 years ago. And so when this one came, I was like thoroughly prepared. I'm like, oh, I know what to do for this because Mm. I experienced the last one. Right. And the cool thing was I'd been operating online and training everybody how to work online. I've trained corporate companies and individuals and coaches. And I've been training all these people online that I already was in the place everything was going to have to switch to. My kids' schools were like, how are you doing this? Can you help the school? You know, like it was doors wide open. Now, what happened was, is I had packed my schedule so big in 2019 and in the beginning of 2020, in March, I was on a retreat. I had 20 clients, 20, 30 clients with me in Cabo right when the shutdown happened and we barely got home right? That was supposed to be my break. Mm -hmm. I was going to take off the rest of the year, the summer and get started back up in the fall. Whoa. And so mentally going from, and, and we were moving. So I was getting rid of, we were moving out of our house, getting like moving from some personal stuff. I was going to buy our dream house and then the world. Mm -hmm. Right. 
And I was like, oh my gosh. And then everything that had gotten cleared, well, banks no longer are lending to Jumbo Loan. Banks, you know, are, are they're like, honey, you're never going to get that. All this stuff is happening. And I'm like, okay, so we have no home. Now we're going to live in hotels. Now I'm not on break and I'm going to have to figure out how to buy a house. I'm going to have to make more money because I'm going to have to put 50% down instead of 10%, which was last month, right? I'm going to have to um, go back to work because there is no break. We don't know how long this is going to happen yet. I can't do live events. I can't go speak at events where I can make a million dollars on a stage. Like, it was a moment of freak out, I will be honest, of, oh, Lord, have mercy. Okay, kids in a hotel room. We're going to have to get a bigger hotel room because I can't be this close to all of you this whole time, right? And I was like, okay, hold. Then what happened? My mastermind clients, I have 40 mastermind clients who I work with all year building their, building them to a million, right? That's our goal. Six and seven figures. So they all start freaking out, Right. And they're writing and messaging and the chat's starting to get really negative. And I'm like, all right, same lesson off of me onto them. All right, guys, here's what we're doing. We're meeting twice a week. We're doubling down. I know how to do this. I've done it before. We're going to fix all of them. And I built so many millionaires last year. And I, like, I just leaned in to helping them. My problems went away. I got all these special gigs and clients and I adjusted and I did live events and virtual events. I still brought people out to my house in groups of 60 and 80. I just brought them to my house instead of a hotel. And I said, listen, whoever wants to come and feel safe, come. Those who don't, we'll do it virtually. Like, I just made my own rules and shifted to help them and my fear went away like and i think that's part of the trained thing right everything's mm. a muscle so my brain is trained to pivot my heart's trained to pivot my like i'm used to having challenges so it never stops the system for very long but you have to force yourself into action like my um, my trainer, my boxing instructor is always like, Danelle, anything works, nothing doesn't. And so I have that in my head all the time. And I'm always like, well, just keep working because that works. Just mm. doing nothing or freaking out doesn't. That's inspiring. That's, that's such a, because that was such a, I'm just putting myself back into that time and just how many people I've talked to. And it's just, it's so interesting to hear everybody's response to like what right. happened. And so crazy that it even did happen. Yeah. It's, it's insane. <laughs> and it's crazy that it, we're still in the, the shit we're in right now. It's just like mind boggling. Remember and, people were like, oh, it'll be done in June. We'll be good. Yeah. March. yeah flatten like, the curve. Flat, uh, June curve. 18 months later, people are falling on the sidewalks and dying, you know, like it's in and right. now it's still, yeah, it's crazy. So right. now it's like, all right, like, what do we do? You know, like, right. this is enough of this normal. shit. This is new normal, right? <laughs> I know I was just texting with one of my friend and I was like two years ago, I always throw a huge birthday party. So my birthday is next week. And, um, I always like, I bring 30 entrepreneurs with me to Greece or Italy or somewhere and I build their businesses for my birthday. I just make a difference for my birthday, right? Then um, my stories popped up this morning and two years ago, I was flying to Greece to meet 30 of them for my 40th birthday. Oh. And just, I mean, we had fireworks, you know, and I just kind of reflected in my head and I was like, this year, 
cue work trip. Um, I will still be on a yacht. I will be fantastic, but, but I'm working and it's just a change of perspective. Some people would complain about that. I mean, I always mm. work on my birthday cause it's a gift that I get to give, but it's like, what a gift that we have work that we can make it through this, that I got to have three meals a day with my kids for the whole year who didn't go to school and they schooled from here and we've had our best life ever. Now, if you look at the remnants of that, my kids are having effects now of like, Hey, we're sick of this. Like we're like, you know, they miss friends and sports and all these yeah. things happen because I have three teenagers now mm-hmm. and that's a, a hard, like I love their, they're like mini adults. They're not like yeah. typical teenagers. They're incredible kids um, because I've raised them in this environment and they've learned and trained and they've heard me building business for a year. Like they've been on all my virtual trainings. They listen, they're in the house and to see how they've grown and been impacted has been really great. But you know, everybody's been affected. There are mm. hurts and wounds from us not being able to hug people and spend time with them and communicate there's going to be a lot of remnants from this that we're going to have to fix, but you have to just stay in action, stay serving, stay in action and everything always works out. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's people's mental health. You know, that's what I've always been concerned from, from day one, even, you know, before the, before all this, I mean, that's why I do this podcast. It's like, that's the most important thing. If you don't have that, you don't have the ability to change your perspective it's, it's tough. And, you know, some people need tools. They need to hear stories like this because people need permission. Some people are so stuck and they, you know, some people will say, well, it's so easy for you. It's like, well, no, it's not. But you sometimes hearing it from the right person is all somebody needs to be like, boom. Oh, okay. I get it. I feel, I feel I can do this now. Right. And there's just so many people, so many, yeah. There's so many people that are just stuck with like, you know, fear and uh it's it really it can be challenging and that's the concern that i've always had is the mental health of people like what's the aftermath of this right right right. unfortunate thing is the negative commentary always has the loudest voice yeah they're more prevalent i can laugh how i change the world with my social media with my instagram with my facebook and i do all of this good change on there and then the one thing that I'll put on there that's kind of negative, but kind of funny just to throw in humor, it'll get double the engagement. And I'm like, the world just feeds off the negative because they don't have the pattern. So if you and I can just raise our missions and our voices more, get more people practicing gratitude and meditation and focus and forward movement and goals, Mm. the world doesn't have time to hate then. The world doesn't have time to be confused or fearful. They just have time to make a difference. What a good world that would be. Just be a, just be a kind human and be in your truth. Like don't be anybody else. Just, you know, that's the thing is there's so many people trying to mimic other people, but really you're the best at what, who you are. And that's what I've realized. I'm like, I don't, you know, there's so long, even like being an athlete and comparing myself, I look back at my sports career and stuff and like trying to be like this one and this person. It's like, no, just focus on what you have because you're different and nobody can be you. And you can't be right. anybody. You can use them as people. You can use them as like a model. But if we if we continually focus on other people, we're never going to improve ourselves. Right? It's right. so important right. to just understand within ourselves that we're unique. We're a unique human. Like, right. it's, right. it's a special thing. Go, How do I know it's, you know, I can do it. I'm like, mm. that you have the opportunity means it's meant to be you. 
you wouldn't mm. have noticed if it wasn't meant to be you. Just so you know, like, hello, introduction to yourself, but you're right. The greatest gift I found, I, I did a post yesterday and I talked about it in my entire trainings last night. It just said, stay wild. I go, listen, the world is out there trying to drown out who you actually are and tell you that it's uncomfortable, it's not right, it's not these things. Your freedom will be found in, in, in the wild. Like, I remember people telling me, now you can't go out there as a female with a fluffy message of joy and gratitude. And you can't go out there and be the hammer that you are in business because they'll call you a bitch. You know, like they're, oh, sorry, I swore on your podcast. Oh, that's okay. Huh? I swore a ton today. I'm sorry about that, too. <laughs> oh, I swear. I swear. I love Jesus, drink a little and swear a lot. Okay. So like, I, I just, you know, like I, I want, but see before I would have been afraid to be all that, but that's my wild. Like, listen, I'm going to love you more than most. And I'm going to be more direct more than most. And I'm, and that's me. The problem is so many people allow so many voices in their head that they can't hear theirs anymore. Mm. And yours is the most important and to be guided by those who impress you, who are honorable, who you love, who you want to stand with and everybody else should be in an outer bubble. Right. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I think that too many people have too many opinions coming into their world. And I think when I broke free of that judgment and I learned that the judgments of others just tell you about their experiences, it actually has nothing to do with you. It's just their experience and their opinions based on their perspectives and what's happened. And people judge me all the time. I'm like, great, man, I, lo I, I love that you had that experience and that's how you feel. That's great input for me, thank you. I don't necessarily agree, but it doesn't piss me off either, right? Yeah. Or if somebody super hates me or is horrible, I'm like, oh my gosh, you know what my goal would be? Is to love you so much that you understand that not all people are there to hurt you. Like, mm -hmm. let me just show you what that's like, right? I'd rather serve you and they're like, no, I'd rather hate. And I'm like, okay, move on, sort yourself, right? Like there's, there's just this freedom that comes from nobody being able to move me from my mission, vision, and values. I'm immovable. Um, no, zero, right? People in the biggest companies, wealthiest people in the world will be like, Danelle, we don't want to do it that way. Well, then I guess you don't want me. Well, no, we do want you. Well, then I guess you're going to do it my way because I know this way works and your way hasn't. That's why you hired me. And I never would have done that. I was like this shy little girl who never raised her hand in class, but that was just experience that pouring in. And I lost my voice for a while, mm. right? Cancer, sickness, divorce took everyone out of my life and gave me a restart mm. where I didn't have anyone to listen to except me. And I was like, man, I'm kind of smart. That's funny. Yeah. My whole family told me I was dumb most of my life. But when I got away from them, I'm like, I'm quite intelligent. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm quite funny. I'm quite this. Right. And all these things started pouring together. And I was like, well, it kind of disproves all those things that I used to doubt because now there's facts that show the other side. So man, like I always tell people, they're always like, I need to go find myself. I need to eat, pray, love. I need to, I'm like, you don't need to find yourself. You need to build yourself, mm. go build yourself. That'll mm. be fun. Mm. You know, learn, read, study, tell yourself the truth. And you know, I only got a few years left, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I gotta go enjoy it. Of course. Um, I mean, thank you so much for coming and dropping fire like this. 
you're I like this. you you gave me goosebumps a couple times i'm not just saying that like i was like man this like you're inspiring you really are your story is amazing and your energy and i just like i know people can feel that too and that's why i i love that and i just i want to honor you for that and thank you so much for sharing your story and being where you are Thank you. I'm so excited to be a part of everything you're doing. You're doing good in the world. We, you know, we got to find all each other and yeah. do more good together. So thank you. Thank you. Thank for you. Time. And for, no, I really appreciate it. And I'm so excited to have you on the summit. And I know this is going to air after the summit, but you know, whatever. I, I'll enjoy it all. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be good. Um, but for everybody that wants to work with you and wants to learn more and do your millionaire maker program, I watched that video, by the way, and on your Instagram, oh, yeah. that it was awesome. It was just like, <laughs> so how can people work with you? Like, what do you recommend and what else can they, and you've got a podcast starting soon, I think. Did you I say? I do. Perfect. I do. It's going to be wild, man. It's, it's a little Danelle uncut. It should be pretty good. Might shock some folks, but yes. uh, yeah, we've been recording for the last couple of months and I'll say things and I'm like, I'm impressing myself over here, right? But it, it's, it gave me freedom. So yeah, the best place is DanelleDelgado.com or Facebook or Instagram. Um, I run all of those. And there's a couple of things. There's there's a personal development piece that's millionaire.DanelleDelgado.com. It's 12 episodes of the personal work that I had to do in order to earn a million and keep a million. Those are two different things. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a membership group went on repeat there. There's a lot, but it's all on DanelleDelgado.com. And I mean, I think the best thing in the world is to connect with me, shoot me a message. Um, mm-hmm. I love learning from, you know, the field about what they really need and developing things that serve them. Amazing. Amazing. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate you. Keep shining that light in the world. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. I can't wait. Thanks, everybody. Thank you, everybody. Again, as I said before, please leave us a review if you feel called. Share this. We just ask that you share this this episode if you got value from it. Right? We we want this show to grow. I want to get Danelle's message out there. And it's important. And that's how we work as a team. Share this thing. Share it with somebody that needs it. Blast this on social media. It's greatly appreciated. I love you guys. I'll always reshare when you guys tag me. Always will. And um, yeah, make sure you subscribe to the show. Also available on YouTube. And keep your eyes peeled for the University of Adversity Summit that we will be selling to you so you can get in all the action. And for next time, there'll be next time is going to be even better. And we'll make sure to get you all involved for that as well. I love you guys. I appreciate you. We'll catch you next time.